Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kujomensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 29th of August in the year 2022, and the Bible says we should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman, listening to me or hearing my voice to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is beautiful. Life is wonderful. Life is glorious. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, the principle for rendering high quality of service. I repeat, the principle for rendering high quality of service. There is, or there are principles governing everything that we do on earth here in our lives. And if you understand the principle and obey the principle, work according to the principle, then you are sure or you are destined to succeed. But if you don't understand the principle or if you are ignorant of the principle and you go against the principle and there is no way that you can achieve or you can succeed and so you see that in our lives it is impossible for a man or woman or for a human being to walk on his head there is a principle governing you that you must walk on your legs for you to stand upright any man or woman that tries to go against this is going against the nature of, of his own or her own being and therefore he gets a negative result or wounding or even I mean ending his life in the same way a human being cannot sleep while standing you will fall there is a principle governing your body that you must be laid prostrate such that you'll be able to sleep or lie down prostrate such that you'll be able to sleep. And so you will see that there are, every, there, there are principles that governs everything that we do in life. And then if you take it even further, there is a principle that a man must sow before he reaps. You cannot go against this principle. And the principle even compels you that when you sow, you don't have to go and uproot it. You only have to I mean, take care of take care of the the crops that you have you you have sown, and make sure that everything is provided for it to become a harvest for you at the end. So everything that you do in life is governed by principle. Even eating, you must sit well before you eat. You must take the right portion of food into your mouth and swallow it at the right time. If you go against these principles, then you're going to get a negative result. And I remember when I was a child, growing up, we were told that if you are eating as a child, you are not supposed to sing. Because if you do that, someone closer to you, more probably or more assuredly, your mother or your father or anyone close to you, will pass away 
And so that was how we were, we were told. But as a matter of fact, that is not necessarily uh, what this means. We are, we are also told that when you are taking a shower, you don't have to sing. And it is the same results that will come upon you if you do this. But in reality, that, that the principle, that it is a principle that this uh, is actually, I mean, teaching the child. And the principle is that it is impossible for you to sing and at the same time eat. You'll be choked. And so you must not do that. You can do that. Don't attempt doing that. It's a principle. You are going against the principle governing you and the activity that you are doing. So it is with uh, taking a shower. The water will choke you. Or uh, the water that is coming from your head is actually not dirty. So you, it go into your mouth and you're actually going to contaminate your, yourself. And so all these things are examples that comes to tell us that we are governed by principles. And so it is in everything in our life. And so today we are going to look at the services that we, we provide to our fellow human beings. There are principles governing it. If you know the principle and you follow it, you will always come on top. You will always be one of the experts in your area. And so even we know now there are some people, when you hear the brand, then you know that it's a quality good. In Africa, they say British goods are very good, or the German goods are this and that. Yeah, it is a principle that these people knew, and they applied it in their operations. And for that matter, it comes out as the best. So we are going to look at how in our lives we can also apply these principles. The principles are the same. And if you apply it the same way as someone applied it in automobile or in electricity that is getting the right result, you will get it in the area that you are operating. Or even if it is in the same area, you will be on the same level in terms of quality. And so we are looking at principles that governing the rendering of high quality service. We normally say that African goods are not of high quality. The African goods are not of high quality. The services we provided are not at the level at what other people are providing. So why is it so? God created all of us the same. Apart from our skin color being different, we do everything in the same way. We have the same mind. We, have, we, 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 we do everything, almost everything that human beings does. We all of us, regardless of our skin colors or our races, we are doing it the same. So how come that some people are getting high quality goods or they are able to produce these high quality services that our services is always at um, a poor quality? And so that is what I've just explained. If you go against the principle, you get the wrong results. And so today we're going, I'm going to use a Bible. And Jesus Christ, as he said, that when he came, he came to show us the way. And so Jesus Christ made a lot of statements, proclamations, that are the expressions of or expression of the universal laws that governs the human life, every activity in our lives. And so uh, Jesus Christ, at the time that he was speaking, the human evolution, the level of human understanding was at a lower level. So he used the language and the things that were common to mankind in his days to present this truth. And therefore, 
at our age, we cannot use or interpret this statement in the same way as it was interpreted in the olden days because we have evolved and our life has changed and moved to another level. So we are going to speak in the language that we are at the level of our language, the level of our understanding as it is today. As of today, we are going to look at the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 38 to 40. And as a matter of fact, I am more interested in chapter uh, verse 41 and 42. And uh, the whole chapter 5 is what we call the Beatitudes in the Bible. That is the Sermon on the Mount. So Jesus Christ, from uh, verse 1 through to the end, even into uh, uh, chapter 6, gave some high-level principles that are supposed to be applied in our life for success. And so today we are looking at only 38 to 41, uh, 42, but I'm going to dwell on the 42 in relation to how to produce high-quality service. And so I'm going to read from 38, and it goes, You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and to the, and to and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. And these are the words of Jesus Christ. And so, we are told that the first, at verse 38, you, you, heard, you have heard that it was said, eye for, eye for eye, that is the law of Moses. According to the Jewish tradition, Moses gave them this law when uh, that, uh, he was leading them into the promised land. But Jesus Christ said that, no, but this today I'm telling you that I tell you do not resist an evil person. And this is where the, the whole thing is. Jesus Christ was speaking in, term, in the religion or in, uh, based on what the people were doing at that time. Men and women were only doing agriculture, basic things, and also following religions. And so he, he, he used that language to present this truth that do not resist an evil person. As a matter of fact, it is true. You don't have to resist an evil person, but you only have to have love. You only have to have compassion for the person, such that you'll be able to reform him or her. But this verse has a deeper meaning than, as we see, as I've always been saying, the Bible could be seen from the superficial level or from the inner or the deeper meaning. And the deeper meaning is what I am presenting to you as if it comes to living peacefully and dealing with human beings. We do these preachings in churches and whatever, but the fact is that have we been able to get the impact, the results that the Bible is actually carrying? And so I am giving you a new perspective of what Jesus Christ said, and that is the truth. That is a metaphysical understanding or meaning of whatever Jesus Christ put before. And it is about your mental state. As I've always been saying, so Jesus Christ was talking about our mental state. He was not talking about human beings necessarily. And he was not talking about only one particular situation that has to deal with human beings. Do not resist an evil person in your life. Whatever thing that comes to 
tempt you. That comes, becomes a challenge to you. It's more or less an evil person in your life. It is coming with a discomfort. Just as someone whom you consider as evil is coming to create a certain discomfort in your life. But Jesus Christ is saying that you are not supposed to do the eye for eye. In the olden days, all the Moses law says that when someone uh, hits you, hits him back. But Jesus Christ is saying that do not resist the person. That means forgive the person or embrace the person and have compassion on that person. And then when you move it to the deeper meaning, that is your situation, your circumstances. The very fact that you are in a particular circumstance or you are actually doing a particular job that is very difficult, when you think of that situation in the negative way, you begin to curse it, you begin to speak in a negative way, then it is an eye for an eye. Eye for an eye, eye for eye. That is what you are applying. But Jesus Christ then do not resist it. So whatever situation you are, you find yourself, whatever activity that you are doing as your job, however it is, do not resist the nature of it, but embrace it. Do not resist the nature of it. And so he goes on to say that if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. So when you find yourself in a situation, let's say you are in a job, the job that, that the position that you've been given, you don't like it from the, the distance, you don't like it. But today, as per what Jesus Christ said, do not resist that position. It is not your manager that you're going to blame, but it is the position that has been given to you. Do not resist it. But you've been given a challenge, and therefore it's more or less like someone slapping you on your right cheek. And the only way you would turn your left, your left cheek for the person to slap on is to embrace that particular job, embrace that particular activity, and begin to work on it and love it. And as you love it and you begin to understand it, you get the best out of it. And that is more or less turning your cheek, the left cheek, to the person to slap, in addition to the right one that has already been slapped on. And so this is more of, this has deeper meaning. It has to do with every activity that you do in your life. Everything that you do in your life. You are asked to work for a certain number of hours. You must find time. You must find time. That is your manager or your company has committed you. They want you, uh, they have slapped you on one cheek. Already what you are doing, it is not, it doesn't give you more. It doesn't give you anything that actually caters for you, you, you and your family. But now, other responsibilities have been added to you. What do you do? You embrace it. That is you turning your left cheek to that. And then embrace the, uh, the activities and do it in joy and satisfaction. And make sure you do it better. And that is when you get the blessings from God. The blessing is that your good work will be seen, such that you will be promoted. But when it comes and you go and challenge no, I'm already doing this, I'm already doing that, and that, and that, and that. You, you begin to give reasons, and you are looking for opportunities to leave the job, or you just do it anyhow, then it is eye for eye. Then you are applying the eye for eye principle or a law in that particular situation. But that is not what is the right thing. And as Jesus Christ said, do not resist an evil person. Do not resist anything that appears to be negative, anything that appears to be painful to you. You must embrace it. And as you embrace it and you understand it, you see that there are more blessings and opportunities embedded in that particular situation. 
And that is how you can render quality service to your manager, to your company. Whatever you are doing, you must look to go for the extra mile. You must be ready to give your other cheek to the, uh, whatever situation to slap on. And it is when you embrace it and say, okay, this is why, where I am. I, therefore, I am going to depend, uh, I mean, use all my mental forces and depend on the forces of the universe to understand this and make sure that this situation, this position becomes a stepping stone, a blessing for me in this company. You go on to achieve. But the fact is that your work will be of high quality. That means you are putting extra thought. You are putting more energy. You are putting positive energy into what you are doing. So do not resist an error person. It's not necessarily a human being, but every situation that appears to be painful, that appears to be negative in your life. Do not resist it. Do not resist it. And so that is uh, what Jesus Christ was saying. And then in verse 4, he said, And if anyone wants to see you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. It is the same principle. If anyone, if one situation, at times you feel that you are being manipulated or you are being, uh, what do we call, cheated. They are using you. Most people say, these people are using me. No, they are making, yeah, do not look at it that way. But look at it from the highest point of view. It is more or less the person taking you to court to see you for your shirt. What do you do? Give your coat to the person and allow the forces of the universe to work for you. So when you are being given that horrible job, instead of confessing this is a horrible job, instead of this and that and that, embrace it that this is what I have now. This is what nature, God, the universe has given to me. Therefore, I love it. And I'm doing it with all my heart and my strength. And therefore, I know that this work will lead me to this. And that means you are adding your coat to the shirt. That is how it is. Whatever situation that you find yourself, but today we are relating this to the quality of service. Why are we not producing quality? We lack some principles. Any man or woman that is quick to complain, any man or woman that is quick to accuse people about situations that the position or today when I went to work, what my manager asked me to do is this and that. That person is using the eye for eye law. But that is not what Jesus, that is not what we're supposed to do. The red principle is that go the extra mile. That is embracing it. Do even what you are not asked to do. And then when they see it, then that they will begin to, I mean, promote you. They will begin to give you more. It is your work. It is what you do that men and women will look upon to praise you. Men and women will look upon to reward you. And so the eye for eye, we are doing it all the time. In our jobs, in our, if you are someone doing your own business, you don't have to go and conf you don't have to go about confessing that oh things are hard and this and that and that I am looking for this. No, you're supposed to embrace it. Look, look at it from the highest point of view. Look at it from the positive perspective, and do it with all your might and with all your strength. In that case, you are going the extra mile to give your coat in addition to the shirt. You are giving your other cheek. To the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the situation to slap you in such a way that it becomes a complete one. And that is when you will be blessed. And now we go on to the, uh, verse, verse 41. It says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with a person twice, uh, two miles. That is the most important thing that I want to dwell on. If anyone goes 
If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with the person twice, uh, two miles. And as a matter of fact, this statement is the same as the uh, 38, uh, 39, and 40. It's the same. He, Jesus Christ only put this uh, same statement or this principle in different ways that men and women will understand. And so in our lives, we have a social contract with all men and women. If you are an employee, there is a contract based upon which you are employed. If you are doing your own business, there is a social contract between you and the, your customers. There is a social contract between your customers. And as soon as you put yourself as a producer of a particular product, then you entered into a contract with humanity. And that is humanity asking you to go one mile. They will come and pay you. You will be given specification that this is how I want my product and that and that. That is the customer committing you, asking you to go one mile. Now, for you to be successful in whatever you are doing, be it an employee or you being your own uh, employer, you working for yourself, then you have to go the extra mile with the person. And that is you putting more thought, you putting more effort, and even looking for things that will make the person happy. And that is you thinking of the best way that the person, uh, the best way that your product can service or can serve the person. So you will not only dwell on the specification that the person has given you, but you are thinking of you satisfying the person beyond any level. And that is the extra mile, the two miles that Jesus Christ is talking about. So if you are an employee, in your, if you want to be successful in your company, then you must be prepared to go the two miles, the extra mile. You are, as soon as you are employed, you are being asked to go one mile. You are being asked to go one mile, but to, for you to succeed in that company, for you to succeed in that business, then you must go the two miles. That is what the, uh, your managers, that is what humanity will look upon to declare you that this is the best product I have ever seen. This is the best uh, producer. This is the best person. And that is how it is. So every man or woman that has achieved high quality things, the bands or the whatever cars that we see that we say they are of high quality, this is the principle that they took and applied. Anything that you are doing in your life, you are in a social contract with men and women, and the base value or the yeah, the default nature of the contract is that you have you've entered an agreement to go one mile with them, and that is to give to them exactly what they have asked you to do. And for you to be considered as the best amongst all, then you must go the extra mile. That is, you added something to the, their specification that will make them happy and happy and always come back to you. And that is how you can produce high-quality goods. And so, for any woman, any man or woman to be able to produce something that will touch the hearts and minds of people, that person must apply this principle. That if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. If anyone slaps you on one cheek, turn the other one for him to slap on that one too. So if someone says, this is the product I want, therefore do it for me. Do not say that out for me, I'm only looking for the money. No, you say that, okay, this person has given me this assignment, 
by I'm going to go extra mile. I'm going to do something that he has never experienced. And that is you turning the other cheek. And then when you do it, the person comes and he'll be overwhelmed. He'll, look, he will, he, he will thank you and thank you. And you will be the person, or he or she will be the person to go around spreading your good works. And so what Jesus Christ put here, though, yes, at the surface, whatever thing that, however we are interpreting is true, but that is the real, that is not what Jesus Christ actually was putting across. He was talking about some fundamental principles that are, are, are applicable in our life, in every nook and corner of our life, particularly in relation to what we do as our businesses or as our jobs or as our positions. You have a social contract with men and women whether you like it or not. As soon as you go into the, uh, the business or you go into the organization, you are employed, it is, you don't have a social contract with even your employer, employer, your manager, but you have a social contract with the, those who are going to enjoy the services that you are creating. You've, you are part of the company and therefore you do whatever you are doing in light of the end user, the, in light of the end user, how the person will use the product and feel good and feel good that he will always want to come back. And so in Africa, we always go about that we talk of that African goods are not good. They are not of high quality. It's because, it is because we lack principle. The African is always looking at how to get quick money. The time that the person will use to analyze, to research into what he's doing, it's not necessary in the right in, in the calculation of the African people. Therefore, someone sits down today, he says, oh, this is what I'm going to do. He doesn't think about it, but he looks at what other people are doing and copy it exactly. And then they go. So all people are doing the same thing, the lower quality of products. But we are not adding quality. We are not adding effort. The efforts, the extra mile must be done in the mind. The extra mile, the two miles must be done in the mind. And that is you adding more thoughts. Your thoughts must be of high quality, such that the things that will, be, will come out of your thoughts will be of high quality. And that is how it's supposed to be. So if you look at Africans, the way we organize our lives, we are always interested in to get that, that, uh, what we are looking for, but not what the person is going to experience. And so at the end of the day, I have sold the thing to you. I have done the job for you, and all I need is my, my, my money. And even, we don't even care. Even when the person comes, sometimes we, the way we approach it, it is very bad. And so when you go to any part of the world, especially when you come to this part of the world, we have what we call customer service. They say the customer is the king. So everything that any company is doing, all the, the owner of the business, is thinking and doing. It's about the satisfaction of the customer. But in Africa, it is about the satisfaction of the, the one producing it. This is what I've given. If you don't like it, go and bend the sea. And so we do all these things. And it is the same thing in every nook and corner of our lives, particularly our leaders, those who are in politics. They do just the minimum and they take the money, they, they, they enjoy the positions. And then later on, they say, if you don't think, if you don't, if you don't think or whatever, if you think what I'm doing is not right, go and bend the sea. They know very well that they can manipulate to come back to power in the next election. And so our everything is always at the rudimentary level, at the base level, because we lack principle. The go extra mile. 
you are an elected parliamentarian, you were supposed to go extra mile. And that is, you looking for ideas. You're looking for, uh, yeah, ideas and ideas that will move your constituency to another level, but not only thinking of what the central government will bring for you to go and do whatever your project. As someone coming into government or coming as a parliamentarian, you should have your vision, you have your goals that you're going, you will have for your, your constituency, not necessarily what the government is going to give you, the central government is going to give you, you should be able to I mean, embark on projects that you generate revenue locally with the people, such that it will even be something that will come to the central government. But that is not what we are doing. And it is the same thing in every nook and corner of our business. If someone gets up, and in Africa, as a matter of fact, we have only two types of businesses that we do. Either you are working as a white color, yeah, you are, you are in a white color job. Let's say you are in the office, teachers and whatever. All other people are doing buying and selling. Buying and selling, they do nothing. They do nothing in terms of the quality of service that they are providing. They are only doing it in such a way that they will get money to go and feed themselves. And so it is not about the satisfaction of the customer that is, is necessary. Any man or woman that has the principle that you are in a social contract with men and women, you are in social contract with humanity, and therefore you are supposed to go one extra mile in addition to the mile that they've asked you to go, you go every length to make sure that what you are producing is of high quality that it will put you at a certain level. This principle we do not have. We lack it. And this is the time that we have to bring all these things that African goods, whatever we are producing on the African soil, are of low quality because we do not have the principle. We do not have the principle, the understanding of how to make the customer a king. We don't have it. And those of us that have lived in this part of the world, as a matter of fact, when you go back to Africa, sometimes it's a pain. And normally what they tell you is that you've lived abroad in such a way that your mind is not, yeah, you are not thinking well. But if we are to come here and go back to think the way you Africans are still thinking, then what change? Why should we be influenced by you over there? Because Africa is considered as a third world country, underdeveloped country. And we are third world, we are underdeveloped because we do not know the principle of going the extra mile. When the situation, when difficulties comes, we use the eye for eye. Yes, this situation is difficult. We cannot do it. So we think in the negative. That is, you are someone who is using the eye for eye law. But you are supposed not to resist it. This is a difficult situation. This is painful. But I'm going to look at it from the positive level. And I believe that there is something that I am going to gain from these particular challenges then you are not resisting the situation, you are not resisting the challenge, but you are embracing it, and then you move with it. It's similar to you know, you're not resisting an evil person. There is no way that you can, make, you can make an agreement with someone who is an evil person unless you show the person love. The greatest need of every human being, regardless of how you see it, is love and appreciation. Any hardened uh, criminal will melt, will come to a level to cooperate with you once you begin to show the person love and appreciation. These are the principles. And so when Jesus Christ said that um, an eye 
the, we should not apply the eye for eye principle. He's actually putting across a high principle that is applicable in every nook and corner of our lives. You must not hate the job you do. You must not hate the circumstances that you find yourself in. But you must embrace it and begin to ask God, begin to think how you can get a solution to overcome that particular problem and move you to another level. In that case, you are not resisting the evil man or evil person. That is the true meaning of that. And in the same way, you are not supposed to. You are not supposed to just give to people whatever they ask you. Whatever they ask you, make extra effort and make sure that you add them something that they have never experienced in relation to the product. And that is when they say, hmm, this person, this person's product is the best. So you can never compete. You can never go anywhere or you can never match up with other people who knows and understand principle and apply them. So this is, this is, these are the things that we need to bring into our lives. A young man or woman in your life. Let us, let us begin to analyze our lives, the way we do things, the way we have been approaching life. Let us begin to analyze it. And as James Allen said, it is the man that is not using his mind rightly that does not reflect upon his life. Let us begin to reflect upon our life situations. How have we approached them? How have we approached them? Are we using the eye for eye principle at law or we are using the principle that we embrace them? Do not resist evil person. It's more or less, or the true meaning is that do not resist any negative. Do not resist any situation that is painful. That the resistance is about you thinking about it negatively, and you develop hatred. You develop resentment for it. No, you can never get anything good from anything that you resent. You can never get anything good from anything that you hate. Regardless, your mind is a creative medium, and it will create that thing for you. The way you see it. So this is the time that we have to wake up and become abreast a, a, a with this truth. This is what men and women over here, and those in the developed world knew, and they applied it. As a matter of fact, there are some companies, they, 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 they have a lot of, they have a lot of um, what do we call it, policies, they have a lot of programs that they do for their employees. They are not doing this just to satisfy their employees, but they are doing it because it is a natural or universal principle that they have to apply for them to get a blessing from the universe. And as they do that, they will always be on top that they are producing the best, the high quality. So an eye for an eye is not what we are supposed to use. An eye for an eye, in your case, in our case today, is you thinking negatively about negative things. However negative, however painful it is, think positivity. Pour positive thoughts upon the situation and you see that you will no more resist it. You will no more resent it, but it will become part of you that you will understand it well and get a solution to it. And in the same way, whatever you are doing, wherever you are, if you are a manager, if you are this, or if you are in politics or whatever, you are in business, Always let it be your principle to go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Africans, let us add more thoughts. Let us add more thinking to our everything that we do. We can produce any high quality of goods just like any other people. It is not about technology. It is not about money. And even if it is about technology and money, how did they get the technology and money? People use their mind because they know that if they create one thing, they bring up a new technology. 
It is going to save men. They are not thinking of themselves. They are thinking of the people that are going to use it. And therefore, they go the extra mile. They go the extra mile. And they do the product and now it becomes accepted in the whole world. And this is the time that the African man or woman, young men and women, get up. Let us rise up. Get up. And let us begin to think. Let us begin to use our mind based on these universal principles. When you read the Bible, when you read Matthew, Matthew 5, the whole of Matthew 5 and Matthew 6, do not just interpret it as it is written. Go deeper. Be related to your mental state. Related to the mental state. That is how the Bible is supposed to be interpreted. Whatever you are doing, it's applicable to every nook and corner of your life. Though Jesus Christ spoke about, about evil person, he's talking about evil circumstances as well. In every, and that is the deeper meaning. The Bible is written in symbolism. And if you understand the Bible symbolism and you apply these symbols or you apply this principle as it's supposed to be used, there is no way that you will get a negative result. And for that matter, I might challenge, or what I'm telling you, my brother, my sister in Africa, especially those of us that call ourselves Christians, that are reading the Bible all the time. These Bible verses have been used in our churches all the time. Let us ask ourselves, the Bible is indeed true, and if the Bible is indeed true, are we getting what we are praying for? Are we getting what we are, we, we, we are, we are desiring? No, because we are going against universal principles. If you, are, if, you, if, you are, if you are a Christian or if you're someone who believes in God, then you have to believe in the satisfaction of human beings. So everything that you do must be of high quality. You must be of high quality. Your own life, you must create quality things to satisfy your life. So the, the fact, the truth is that all men and women, we are in a social contract with one another. And therefore, whatever thing that you do, Everything that falls before you as your default role that you perform in an organization in the society, you are not supposed to do it exactly as it's been given to you, but go the extra mile. And that is when people ask you to go one mile, you go with them two miles, such that they'll be more extra happy and they will come back to you to give you your reward. The universe will reward you. The universe will reward you. The principles that I'm sharing with you are indeed true, and they are in the... They are the universal principles that Jesus Christ has given to all of us. Let us begin to rise up and use it. Whatever thing that you are doing, put men and women first, but not you. Whatever thing that you are doing in your life, put men and women first, but not you. Not you. Your reward will come from the, the, the service that you are providing for the men and women. So any man or woman in Africa, beginning now, whatever you are doing, if you are in the diaspora, the job you are doing, I know over here, most of us have taken up some jobs that we don't like. We are only doing it for money. Now is the time for us to change our mental state. Even that little job, that, that uh, donkey job you call it, it, it could be a springboard that will lead you into riches better than what you are taking. But you must apply the principle, the principle that when men and women ask you to go one mile, go with them two miles. When men and women ask you to go one mile, by principle, by the principle that governs quality, the principle that governs success, you have to go with them two miles. And that is, you're giving them more than what they have asked for. You're giving them more than what you have asked for. So this is the time that we have to begin to look at things from the highest perspective and have the true understanding. 
we are considered as underdeveloped. We are considered as a third world nation because we are not able to do high quality things. And this thing can never be done unto us. It can never be done for us. We have to do it for ourselves. But we have to look for the principles and learn them and apply them in our lives. There is no way that any man or woman will buy a good product and then go away and not coming back or will not recommend it to other people. In the same way, when men and women buy a poor quality, they, they experience a poor quality of service, they will at the same time tell people that this product, this services is poor. And so you are writing your own biography based on what you are doing, wherever you find yourself. Go the extra mile all the time. Be determined to go the extra mile to save mankind. Let us put service before all things. Let us put service before our own interests. And when it comes to the national level, beginning from the lowest person in the nation to the highest person, national interest must be of the first importance. And nothing, nothing, nothing else. Therefore, when you are a parliamentarian, it is not about the comfort that you're going to have in there. It's not about the money that you're going to get, but it is about the whole nation becoming developed, advancing and all men becoming having a quality of life. That is the most important thing. The money will be given to you based on the services you are providing. But if you're not doing that, and you are only thinking of the service, uh, the, your salary and whatever, then you are, you, you are stealing from the nation because you are not doing your work based on what you are taking. And this is the time that we have to think of high quality of service in every nook and corner of our life. Those in uh, trades and whatever, Think of how you can establish a business model that has never been existed. And it is enough is enough. This is the time that we have to have Africans in manufacturing, Africans in uh, construction, Africans in all areas of life, but not just copying what we are seeing from abroad, but we're going deep into our minds and think of new ideas, revolutionary ideas that of the African mindset, Africans. You know, from the African perspective that we have created and we are using it to solve our problem and selling it to the world. And so in your individual life, you will be rewarded based on how you go, how you treat men and women. Men and women will come and slap on one of your cheek and that is they asking you to do a particular thing. Turn the other one for them and, and embrace yourself, I mean, embrace their challenge and give to them what they have never experienced. In the same way, men and women will drag you to court. They may take you to court. That is, you, you entering in a contract, a social contract with them, and then they will, they, they will ask you for your shirt. The best thing you have to do is to add to them the court. When someone comes to your business, comes to your area, the person should live with something that will become an indelible mark in his mind, but not just coming to buy things that all men and women come to buy. And that is how you attract men and women from all walks of life into your fold, into your business, and you become a successful one. So quality is a mental state. Quality of service is a mental state that is governed by principles. And the principle is to go the extra mile. Whatever you do in your life, whatever you render to men and women, maybe it your own business, be it the, the job or the position that you occupy in any business, let your work be seen by going the extra miles. And that is when you become like a light or a torchlight 
that is on a hill that all men and women sees it in the night and they come to it to enjoy the light that you are producing. That is the truth of life. So that is my message for you. It is time for us to begin to think in the right direction and use these principles to govern our lives, to govern our lives. Don't worry. Whatever thing that you are doing, do not worry about your satisfaction now, but think of the satisfaction of the people that, that are going to use that thing, the people that are going to um, enjoy that services. And when they are satisfied, you will be blessed by the universe in leaps and bounds, beyond all levels. And that is when you can declare that, yes, I have made it by the power of God. This is what I have given to the world. And the universe has showered me with all the blessings beyond my imagination. That is the truth of life. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That is my message for you. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God, that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us, and that keeps the planets in their orbit such that they do not clash with one another, lead you, guide you, and direct you, give you an open mind and a receptive heart, such that you take up this principle, you begin to look at life, from the metaphysical and the higher perspective, such that you organize your mental state. In any situation, be positive. In any difficulty, be positive. Embrace them. In any situation that you seem to be very uncomfortable, you seem to be painful, embrace them and do not resist them. And as you do not resist them, they will become your bedfellow. They will become your friends that it will all turn into the opportunity for you. And that is why you can be a person of high intelligence, high reputation, a person that has blessed humanity. And whatever you do, remember that you are in a social contract with all men. So any man or woman that comes closer to you should feel something that he or she has never experienced in his life. And that is when you draw men from all places to yourself. And that is when men and women will, re will, will regard you or recognize you and give you the praises that you are dying for what you are looking for. That is my message for you. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Kujumensa and I am a member of the Eagle Mentality, I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and share information about the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. Our determination and drive is to raise a new group of Africans who think and do things in alignment with the laws of the universe, such that we will create a, 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 a developed Africa, an Africa that only beautiful and wonderful, high quality, high standard goods and services are coming from. Africa becomes a citadel of wisdom, a citadel of understanding, a citadel of uh, ideas that the world enjoys, that we attract men and women from all parts of the world to come and live with us on our land. As it is, Africa is occupied by only black men and women. This is the time that we have to work. We have to take a deliberate action to create a, a diverse, a multiracial, but a united and peaceful, loving Africa that it will be to the glory of God, which is the diversity. And diversity is the glory of God. Thank you, and God bless you.